I hope you enjoyed hearing the men from the back room this morning singing, Who is on the Lord's Side? Those are words spoken by Moses to the sons of Levi to come and stand beside him. Three thousand of them did. He told those priests that were not ordinarily carrying swords to put their swords on and to go take out those that had been involved in the golden calf worship, especially their brethren and their families and their neighbors and their friends, because that is the word of God about the seriousness of our religion. Let's open our Bibles to Acts chapter 13 for a few verses of Scripture. To get our day started, Acts chapter 13, a very important event in world history. Without controversy, this is a very important event in world history. It's Paul's first recorded sermon to Gentiles in Antioch of Pisidia. The reason I often add that, because there's two Antiochs in the Bible. There's Antioch of Syria, which is 300 miles north of Jerusalem, and there's Antioch of Pisidia, which is all the way across the Mediterranean Sea in what today is southern Turkey. And it's in Antioch of Pisidia that we have this event. I have preached this chapter to you a couple different times, and I just want to read what happened at the end of it. The whole chapter is Paul's preaching until we get to verse 44. Let's start at 42, right in the middle there. 42. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, It was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing ye put it from you, and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light of the Gentiles, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. And as many as were ordained to eternal life, believed. And amen. And if we understand that 48th verse, it helps us understand the other verses about what role the apostles had in eternal life. They didn't bring eternal life like sacramental salvation of the Catholics, as so many Baptists practice. They just brought the knowledge and they brought life and immortality to light through the gospel because eternal life was based on God's ordination, predestination, election, Right there in that 48th verse. Let's be thankful today. These people were glad and glorified the word of the Lord. Let's be glad that we're here and let's glorify the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy great and glorious name. Blessed God, our Father, we thank thee 
we thank thee that you ordained us to eternal life. We thank thee that that is the foundation for every good thing in our lives. Your covenant decrees before the world began. You chose us in the Lord Jesus Christ and you assigned him to us by covenant. We thank thee for that. And because of that, we have believed. We thank thee that our brother Paul was willing to travel so far and face so much opposition and declare the truth so boldly about thy son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We know the content of this sermon. We know the glory that he presented to that audience of the fulfilled Messiah that had been on earth and was now at thy right hand. He showed them the fulfillment of scriptures. And we thank thee that we can read it with understanding and know that those Old Testament prophecies of the Great One that was to come and save his people was fulfilled in Jesus of Nazareth. Heavenly Father, we thank thee that that joyful sound that Jesus saves came all the way to us. But before it came to us, you opened our ears. You opened our hearts. You opened our eyes that we would hear, understand, and see the truth of the gospel. We thank thee that there were proselytes and many Jews that followed Paul and Barnabas out of that synagogue and that they exhorted them to continue in the grace of God. O Lord, bless us today that everything that is said and done will work to that same end that we will continue in the grace of God and not fail of the grace of God, that Heavenly Father, that we will boldly fulfill our obligations in this life, and that we will follow your word, which has been given to us as a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for this great mystery of godliness that you were in, your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the Spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles like this, believed on in the world like this, and Jesus ascended up into heaven. We thank thee for that. There is nothing like it. And we want to live according to it. We want to be witnesses of it. We want to be witnesses of the Lord Jehovah and of his son Jesus Christ, who is Jehovah in the flesh. Heavenly Father, be with us today. Oh Lord, there's so many things we could pray about. And you know the needs of our hearts. You know the needs of this church. You know the needs of our lives. Have mercy upon us and bless us by your mighty power. We ask for things pertaining to the Lord Jesus Christ in this hour. And we pray that you will grant us thy spirit and a great measure of it. Let Pentecost occur today here in our hearts, lifting our voices up to praise thee and with one mind and one accord, like they did in the church of Jerusalem, we might worship thee this day, holding fast to apostolic doctrine and not being moved from it. Amen. O Lord, have mercy upon us. We shall come to thee again today with other petitions and other thanksgivings, but we thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ, eternal life by your predestinating grace, the regenerating power of the Holy Spirit, and the gospel that is told us all about these things. We thank thee for this church, our brothers and sisters sitting around us. We thank thee for the word of God in our laps. Oh Lord, lead us today 
that our worship will be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, yea, even our Lord Jesus Christ, it's in his name that we pray. Amen.